Hey there, welcome to episode 111 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I am Richie P. <laughs> We're here to nerd out with you. Uh, you can find us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com. Our website is thenerdout.com. Uh, on our website, you can find show notes, pictures, memes, uh, I don't know, <laughs> short stories. Who knows what you're going to find there? And not only that, you're going to find every last one of our episodes from dating back to like the dawn of time. So check out the website and uh, converse with us on the onlines. We like it. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. It's been like eight eight years. Over eight years. (laughs) That's amazing. Right? I mean, because I was thinking like our first episode when I was living for a month in that one place. Mm-hmm. We're drinking wine. I remember that was our first episode, and the supernatural bear was nowhere even a thought. He was not. We weren't even. even we weren't even in our place yet, which means I hadn't even gone on the tour to Southeast Asia yet. Nope. Because I got pregnant when I got back. So it's been it's been nine years, if not almost ten. Right? Am I tripping? Oh, that's crazy. And I remember that we had wine the first time because we were so nervous, like full on sweaty Super palms. nervous. Super yeah. nervous. And we sat yeah, on the hilarious. floor and we, yep. and we sat the mic up on an empty cardboard box <laughs> right in between us so that yep. we could talk. And yeah, we were totally nervous. We should go back and listen to that first one. That'd be pretty funny. I did. I did recently, like sometime last year. And I was like... I was like, I remember how nervous we were. I go, but I don't know if it's just me, but I was like, I don't think we don't sound as nervous. But I know we're just kind of like, hey, da 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 da. <laughs> it, was, it was like the uh, good times, good times skit yeah. from Saturday Night Live. Sweaty balls. I really like in your sweaty balls. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think we have some good. Um, some good shit to share. Remember last episode, I said I didn't even, you know, before each episode, I looked to see if anyone left us any reviews because we practically fucking beg for them every time. Uh-huh. And, you know, I hate being disappointed. And I said, this time I'm going to go rogue. And I, I didn't even look for them. But I should have because, T.I. Tell me. You're going to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. We have, guys, we have a new review. We said we'd read it. Here we are. We're going to read it. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Ready. Five stars. Five stars, bitches. Five stars. Five stars. stars. Let's say say that first. Five stars. We're going to get that out of the way. Okay. I love listening to Lisa and Ritzy P during my commute. I am a fairly new listener since April. Thank you for all the awesome TV show recommendations, especially Mindhunter. I have a lot of binging to do. P.S. I loved the Palm Springs tram. Another experience, thanks to Lisa recommending it to her East Coast roomies. Wishing you and your families a very happy holiday. Aww. Yay, thank I, you. I don't know exactly who this is, but I know that it's one of two people, and I think that I know which of the two it is. <laughs> uh, it's either Sabrina or Natalie. They were my uh, my roommate at Coachella last year. Oh, hence since April. Got yeah. it. Go. Thank you for listening. But more than that, thank you for taking the. What did it take you? Less than a minute to do this. Thank you for taking the time out. Yes. And being our first in over a year to leave a five star. Oh. And she left it on December thirteenth. 2019. And we had just lost faith. That's on us. Yeah. That's on us. That's on us. But you restored it there. She uh, did. Brooklyn, yeah. Jersey, parking girl. Is that thank, correct? Thank <laughs> you. Uh, thank you, Natalie or Sabrina. I don't want to, I don't want to offend one or the other and say who I think it is. So I'll just follow up with them individually, but thanks. Yeah. Let us know who who it, who it is, but thank you. Appreciate it. So, you know, why don't we have, like, a little bit of a domino effect in who's next? Who's oh. next up? Who's up oh. next? Like, who who's coming up next? Who left us some type of comment on any of our socials? Uh, I know who it is. Who? It's the Eagle. Our biggest fan are we talking our, about right now? Yeah. It's our number one fan, the Eagle. Juan Aguilar. Aguilar. 
<laughs> um, Juan Aguilar says, new podcast I got into is called Trek in the City. Two comedians slash actresses are watching all Next Generation episodes along with a guest that may or may not be a Star Trek fan. So uh, you. That's I all lo- you right there. I'm actually not a Star Trek fan. Oh, you're a Battlestar Galactica fan. Yeah. But, like, A, I like the idea that it's two female comedian actresses. I like that it's called Trek in the City. And I like that their guest may or may not be a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Like, I feel nice. like I feel like that sounds like kind of a fun time, even for someone who's not a Star Trek fan to check out. But, shit, if you are, then that sounds like something that you should listen to. Yeah, I might check it out because that does sound sound like uh, something I might enjoy. We'll see if you listen to it. Let us know, Ti. I'm gonna I'm gonna forward it along to uh, my partner in crime, aka Ranger Ted, and see if that's <laughs> something he's into because he loves him some Star Trek. Ooh, but does he love himself some Sex in the City? Um, probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, really? Do you? You think uh, he watched it? I, I don't know if he watched it a lot, but, like, Gilmore Girls and Buffy are two of his favorites. Oh, like yeah, I, I forget. I've been mm-hmm. watching Sabrina, and it's it's sometimes on in the evenings when he gets home from the gym, and he's kind of like, oh, what's this? And I'm all, uh-uh, do not. You, you <laughs> this is totally your thing. So don't, don't get all sassy with me. <laughs> so, yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Okay. Thank you, Juan Aguilar. Yes. Um, for just always being there, you know. Wow. I mean, we put out the call and he just, you know, he, he's always he there. Yeah. He answered. Thank you so much. Um, we can always count on you. So yep. thank you. So, yeah, kids, you heard it there. Um, keep it going and put something on there. A comment, a review, a something, 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 you know, get it together. Because as I was doing research, there's a couple of other podcasts that are similar to ours in name, in title. Yeah. And I feel that, that we really need to step it up on the reviews because that will help us to, you know, kind of differentiate. Exactly. Move up yeah. to the top of the line, the front of the line. There's nerding out with a, you know, no G, nerding out, nerding, nerding out. And then there's a nerd out. So not the nerd out, but nerd out podcast out there. So yeah, let's squash them. I'm sorry. Who is, who's first? Right. Who's uh, been here for over eight years uh, and only has 111 episodes? Us motherfuckers. Step was, it all yeah. back. Yeah. And also breaks. any like nine out of 10 of the other nerdy podcasts are PS giant sausage parties. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I like a good sausage, but I mean, yeah, but you know, sometimes having a little, having a little bit of the lady perspective is a nice thing to have in the nerd world. And exactly. That, that's why you're listening. So leave that's us why the, you're here. So, that's why you're here listening on the low and not leaving us reviews. That's yeah, cool. That's cool. Um, okay, I'm done with and that. And also, that. you know what I'm saying? And also, just if you're new to listening to the nerd out, it, you know, one of us is is really more of a nerd. Um, and yeah. one of us just likes to nerd out on shit. <laughs> so, you know, we're saying that everyone nerds out on things. That yeah. means uh, you you find something you really like, and now, especially with the internet, you're like, oh, shit, let me find out every fucking little piece of information on this one thing. So you're nerding out on that. Hence yeah. the nerd out. Yeah. So it's, welcome. We're inclusive over here. We're very, very inclusive. Yeah, for sure. Um all right, so if you may or may not know, the Oscars, today's Tuesday, the Oscars were on Sunday. You and T.I. and I, you know, we did a first for us, and we yeah. went ahead and we live-tweeted. Yeah. But uh, there was a little bit of technical difficulties on one uh, end. Oh, uh, my. <laughs> so, and I almost, like, frisbeed my laptop out the window. I was so done. 
so done. You were like that. You were like that. That gif of that. Um, what is it? A orangutan or something? And like he gets the computer like. I've never he seen throws it, it off. That oh my gosh, my favorite thing. It, and the, <laughs> the the there's multiple ones of that of that uh, primate doing that. He's at a desk, but the funniest one is where he's like type like punching in some shit, and the the meme is like. Um, Something I forget what I can't remember what it is now, but it's hilarious. So, anyways, yeah, you had di- technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was me. And um, but yeah, we, I mean, we finally probably about at about a half a half an hour in, I just gave up, and um, I was able to find a stream that took up a quarter of my of my screen that I could watch, <laughs> and the rest of it was ads. That was rad. So, <laughs> yeah, but so we live tweeted it and we had some thoughts. Um, what, let's talk first about what people wore because um, I actually like to see what people wear. Yes. Um, and I like shit talking people who dress poorly. Yeah. Um, but really, I, there, were, there were only a few that I was like, ooh, girl, don't do not. That's bad. Um, there was a lot for me. Okay, who who were your best and who were your least? Um, I thought that Billy Porter looked great. Like mm. with the with the gold bodice, you didn't like it. Mm. Uh, okay, um, I think that we both agree. I loved Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. I think capes were in. Can we agree on that? Capes. 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 Were. We're fucking in. And yeah. I love a good, because I love the line that it gives you. It doesn't matter what size you are. It gives you, like, this sleek, like, line, and it gives you, like, this, um, I don't know, kind of, like, royalness or something like that. But yeah. her cape, and if you guys didn't see it, it just looks gorgeous. But then she has a little extra on there where she had the names of female directors that should have been nominated. Like embroidered, kind of right on like the inside hem of it. Yes, it was, beautiful it was in, in gold. It was so pretty, and yeah. you're right. She looked so regal. She looked like she regal. Going, That's the word. She could have been going to the Oscars seventy years ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like so classic. I really liked it. And then I also liked um, Margot Robbie in vintage Chanel. It was black, which I think is a little boring, but it was just like a really like beautiful, finely made, very sort of delicate, simple dress. And I thought that was very nice. I'm looking it up right now because I can't remember what she was wearing. Because you know what? She's been having a lot of styling issues. And I I don't know why I get to comment on this because I can't fucking dress myself. But I love (laughs) love it. I'm wearing yoga pants and a ratty sweater right now. I just want to be clear. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, I get mistaken for a dude, but, you know, it's cool. And um, But she, just lately, it's just whoever her stylist has been in the past, you know, because it's award season and she's doing the rounds. And I was like, God, she's so gorgeous. Who is doing this? Who hates her? <laughs> who yeah. hates her? Why, who are, why are they put her in, in these outfits, these horrific outfits? It's either the fabric and or the whole cut and the look. Okay, so I found a picture. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Like, it's just that's really pretty better. and sort of classic and delicate. I'll tell you what, I could probably do without the wings. Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought it was, like, just pretty classic. And maybe it's partly because I have, like, strange PTSD from what she's been wearing, too. And it, yeah. was, it was such an improvement that I was like, Such an okay. upgrade. You're like, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. look at yeah, how good she sure, is. For sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw Rooney Mara in her okay. dress. Yeah. Are you picking it up? I, no, I saw it. <laughs> you didn't like it. <laughs> no, girl. What what was she wearing? I loved I loved her dress for her. Like any anyone else could couldn't wear that dress. I loved it for her. I was like, yes. Because you know she's gonna be a black. She's always gothy. I'd like to add one more person to everyone else who couldn't wear that dress. That's her. Because no one could wear that dress. (laughs) That dress looked like 
a weird goth onesie. It was very strange to me. Like an ill-fitted onesie. Oh, my God. I love it. I saw it. She was walking down the red carpet. She was doing the turns. And I was like, at first I was kind of like, uh, no. And then I, oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Hello. 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 Sorry. <laughs> a phone call was coming in. Sorry. Um, and took over my computer. Um, at first I was like, I was like, no. And then I kept looking at her and then I was like, what? And I go, oh my God, I really like that shit. But only for her. You know, only for her. I will tell you the one thing that I liked about it. I thought that it was pretty from the back. <laughs> On the way out. Uh, that, that's the nicest thing that I have to say about that dress. It was pretty from the back. I liked it. I just liked it on her. I don't know what it was. Um, we all, what we all, about... What'd you say? I said we all got our things. <laughs> what about Brie Larson's dress? I was into it. Beautiful. Was, the yeah. fit. And let it, me say it, something. As a big-breasted lady over here, big-breasted lady club over here, as you and I are a part of that. Yep. I also feel that I also like dresses that I probably could never in a million years wear or pull off because of breasts. Like Brie Larson in that dress, gorgeous, and her breasts were the perfect size for it. Yeah. Yeah, and I liked the cape because to me it was very like, of course she's got a cape. She's a fucking superhero. Yeah, she's fucking Captain fucking Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So that look, and I like the color. Um, did you see America Ferreira? Um, I don't remember. I'm pulling it up right now. What did you, what did you think about it? Because I was like, like, she's pregnant right now. And I was like, yeah. oh, that color is great. And I was like, oh, that headband's great. And then I saw something that she's... Um, she, it, the, her whole look, because she's Honduran, and that's the indigenous from her, from that land, from her, from her tierra natal, okay. if you will. Okay. And so they showed a picture, um, some drawings or some renderings of um, indigenous from Honduras, and they showed her, and I was like, oh, that's beautiful. It's simple. It's elegant. Her makeup was on point. Um, I loved it. Okay, yeah, because I was like, what is with that headband to make it stop? But that actually makes it better if it's like a nod to her cultural heritage. Yes. And, okay, I I can go with that. The one thing that I thought was annoying um, when I was uh, doing my day after recap and looking at the dresses is, and look, I understand, I understand in some small way, I do. But why, when you are pregnant, is every picture of you holding your belly is if to make sure that everyone knows you are not fat, you're pregnant? Yeah, I don't know. That's I like, didn't do that like, shit. Like, every single picture, and it's not just her. It's like anytime somebody famous is doing whatever. And you know what? Frankly, anytime lots of people who aren't famous do it, there's always this sort of, like, one hand above, one hand below, like, holding my bump. Like, look, everyone. And that to me always seems like, I'm like, oh, is it because you want people to know that you're pregnant, not fat? Or mm, are you mm-hmm. just, are you just weird? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't recall if I ever did that, but also I was you never, <laughs> I was also never being photographed like that. <laughs> you know yeah. I don't know what it is. Also, I was hiding it for mad months, so I didn't want no one yeah. to, anyone to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. See, um, uh, Angela O, did you like that? I did. I did. I didn't like her hair, though. I okay. didn't think it went. I didn't, th- I didn't like the whole thing. I liked. You mean Sandra O? Sandra O. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, Who the fuck? Angela O. <laughs> <laughs> She's a writer. <laughs> Oops. You didn't like her dress. I actually loved it from the waist up. I loved those big fluffy sleeves and like mm. the little tight bodice and the color and all of it. But then I thought that it turned into like just a weird, the bottom. It would have been cool if the whole dress was just like a sheath and not this sort of like swirling foamy waves at the bottom. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, I really liked it. I just didn't like her hair. Like, I feel like it didn't go, it wasn't a complete thought. Like, it didn't go with it. Did you see, um, uh, what's her name? Ross. Um, Diana on Blackett. No, the daughter. <laughs> uh, no. Her dress was a fucking dope. It well, was like. What's her fucking... Why can't I think of her name? I can't think of anyone's name today, guys. Um, from Blackish. Okay. I'm, I'm looking it up. Oh, Tracy uh, Ellis Ross. Yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross. Her dress? Hold on, I'm pulling it's kinda it It's kind of like... I forget who... I, I also looked up who, who was it. I forget who did her dress. And it, I can't remember at the point. Because, of course, I didn't write it down. Because I thought I remember. Um... Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty awesome. But I didn't like her hair. I think her hair messed it up for me. Her dress is great, right? It's kind of like Egyptian, kind of like like something you'd find in, yeah. you know, like a drawing or painting. And it's kind of like a scarab, like how, you know, a jeweled yeah, scarab. Yeah. yeah. Something like oh, wow. that. And it has a cape. Yeah, and it has a cape. That's yeah. what I'm saying, cape. The winner is capes. Yeah. So I love that, but I just was like, oh, her hair, it's like, it was a little frizzy, it was, and it wasn't like it was cut back, it pulled back, and it was a little frizzy, which I know happens, because it was, you know, it was like supposed to rain, so there's a lot of humidity, but I was like, I don't know if that style, like, I don't know, I feel like it should have been something else, like, if she had like a finger wave situation, forget about it. Yeah, totally. I would have been drooling. I would have been like, what? Yeah. Um, cause she's gorgeous and, uh, and the color and whatever. Um, Billy Porter, he's, it's just too much for me. I don't think, I don't think it looked good. <laughs> what he came, what, and I like him being a lot, you know, like I liked when at the Grammys, he had that hat that the, the little fringe opened up and closed. Like, I love that shit. Like that was great. This one, it didn't do it for me. What I really loved, what, what he was wearing when he did the opening number with Chanel Monet. Now that shit he was wearing there, please believe it. I was I, all about it. I missed that. Oh yeah. Oh, you look, have I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm looking at a picture. He had like a big red, a big sort of a red jumpsuit and a gold, amazing coat on. Yeah. Like that. Like, you that know, great too. It's gorgeous. Like I, I like that. Um, I, I didn't love his skirt as much as I just loved that gold top. The top was dope as fuck for sure. And I think that's why I didn't like it because the skirt, it was too much. It was like, if he would have wore something a little bit solid color or a print that was maybe a little bit more subdued or something like that, mm-hmm. that would have been amazing. Cause that okay. top was everything. Okay. All right. Well, we we uh, settle on that. And I love the there was a picture that I tweeted. There was of him and Janelle Monae like meeting each other on the red carpet. And she had like that big silver get up with a cape and a yeah. hood. And yeah. they're like kind of looking at each other. And somebody was like, you know, oh, that moment when two wizard when wizards from around the world, <laughs> the realm gather to decide the future of humankind. <laughs> they totally look like two wizards. Okay, that made me totally. laugh. Totally. Um, okay, so that that's our portion of uh, fashion. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what were you some of your favorite moments? Besides Parasite for winning everything for days. My favorite my favorite moment was probably when it ended. And <laughs> my second favorite moment might have been the cats thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a whole lot in the middle that I felt was um, wasted moments of my life that I'll never get back. Yeah. What about you? But we but we still watch. We still oh, we still watch. Geez. We could like stop. Job. Yeah. Yeah, every single time. Um, I loved the Maya Rudolph, Kristen Wiig situation when they're about to announce the costume, best costume category, costume design. And then they're like, oh, should we break in a you know, duo with song? And then they, came, they just came out with this whole medley. Ugh, mm-hmm. my favorite. Because I love Maya Rudolph so much, and I want her to be my best friend. And so the it was medley, just more evidence. The medley was really cool. Everything else about them being up there, I was, like, cringing and couldn't look. Really? Yeah. Love them. Like, it was, it's so, 
I know that some, I know it's just not my sense of humor, but that like super try hardy, like cringy, like, like, oh, purpose. yeah. Why don't we, why don't we, Hey, Hey, why don't, why don't we like makes me want to be like, Oh, just stop. Stop. It just, it <laughs> Secondhand feels, embarrassment. It feels very inauthentic to me. Oh, and, you know, I get it. It's the Oscars. Like nobody wants any yeah. fucking authenticity. I get it. But yeah, both of them and what they were wearing and everything. I was like, this is when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> so that's well, what I, I love did. Them. I love them. I know. Um, and then know. what do we think about, um, cause in the beginning they're like, Oh, something before the, uh, I guess it was during the red carpet part. I, I turned on the TV to get it ready. And then, um, I forget his name. He's like, Oh yeah, we're going to have a special guest. So Eminem was the special guest. Yeah. Like, yeah, my, and, and then later, Oh, and, and then later they had Randy Newman doing the new toy story song. And at that point, Ranger Ted looks over at me and says, do you, like, sincerely, he was like, do you think that they're going to play any music from this year? And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, no, that song is from this year. It was in the Toy Story movie, but no, I mean, you're right. Like, what the fuck is Eminem doing here? And why is Randy Newman singing the same song that he sang? I like four of the last Oscars over the past 15 years. <laughs> like I thought that Eminem was good. Although when he first came out, I was like, that's not Eminem. Is that Ben Affleck? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. No, no, that's Eminem. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, I, I actually, I love, I loved the, um, movie music montage that led yeah. up to that. Yeah. Like, and I was watching it and I was like, oh my gosh, this just reminds me of so many movies that I need to yeah. see because I love music and movies. And it was really great. And then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, sure. Eminem. I mean, how how long ago was that movie? 12, 12 years? 15? And out of all those movies That's and the- all those songs, because I was like, I, I love the montage. I was like, yes. I was like, oh, I remember this. And blah, 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 singing along. Da, 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 pointing at, I'm pointing at um, the Supernatural album. Like, oh, my God, this song. You're going to see this movie. when it's da, 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 da. So I'm just like living my whole life. And then all of a sudden, I was like thinking to myself, I was like, I was like, why are they lingering on that song? I, got, I remember, I, I'm not the biggest Eminem fan, but I remember when that movie came out. I remember we loved that song. Like, you know, and so I was like. I was like that, and then, the, but I was like, they had it, the his part of the movie montage, but they weren't playing that song, and I was like, that's weird. And then they kept lingering. Yeah. It was, was like, like an orchestral no. interpretation of like yeah. the song. I was like, no. I was like, no. I was like, he is. I said out loud, I go, he is not the special guest. And then Shabuya, yeah. he's the motherfucking special guest. I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah, it's weird. I think that what is happening is um, the Oscars was trying to shoehorn in anything that would bring them any kind of street cred. And I feel like Eminem to them feels like prime street cred real estate. And they were like, dude, all the kids are going to love it. And so they were like, let's do that. The kids, the 30, 40 year old kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like that was it. And I feel that it felt very hand in hand with what I thought was heavy handed and kind of annoying. Um, Like the way that they shoved like women and people of color and hip hop and like all this sort of stuff in there. So again, back to the authenticity thing. So inauthentically that I was like, oh, please. Transparent. Super transparent. Yeah, and it's like the only, there's like one person of color who's nominated in a acting role, and you know, great news. The like one person who's not a white dude is the one who like swept the whole ceremony. But I w- yeah, I was just like, oh please, Eminem. Oh, hip, like they're finally getting hip to hip hop, guys. Settle in. Oh, fucking twenty something years too late. Like yeah. you know what would have been fucking crazy. And so many people would have, like, all ages would have been, like, going crazy if they would have played. If Simple Minds would have came out to play, don't you forget about me. We would have gone crazy. The Supernatural Bear knows that song. Everybody knows that song. Yeah. And that's such an iconic 
movie and music moment. Yeah. Or what about Peter Gabriel in your eyes? Come on. Yeah. That would have been like, what? There were so many things that you could have done. And they picked a Eminem song. He didn't perform the year it was nominated. So I'm sure that they were, I'm sure that in the minds of the Academy, they were like, dude, we are going to, we're fucking sticking this landing so hard. People are not going to know what hit them. And instead, that's how you know. That's how you know. And instead, we were just like, is that Ben Affleck? (laughs) The worst. The The only cool thing was that uh, one of Kanoa's uncles, uh, was the DJ, DJ Alchemist, one of the best producers of all time, uh-huh. uh, which I didn't even know until after the fact when he posted it. He's like being on stage and seeing everyone standing, Eminem getting a standard ovation. He said that was pretty dope. Whatever. Um, when, when this is how you know, it's crazy when Mark Marin <laughs> tweets, Eminem just killed that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're like. He just nailed, he nailed the demographic right there. There it is. There it is. Thanks. Thanks, Mark um, Barron. I just hope, you know, they come with it different. I mean, it's the Oscars and they're pretty boring. But last year was, usually it's kind of fun, right? It did just stick, stay yeah. in your lane. Just, just nominate the right motherfuckers and stay in your lane, you know? And yeah. um, at least out of all that shit, the shit that we've been talking, at least Parasite won all the shit that it did. Yeah, I I was really happy for him. I've actually been a fan of some of his other movies way more than I was of this movie. Although Snowpiercer is one of my least favorite movies of all time. And I was very happy to see him win it and I enjoyed his speeches increasingly as he continued winning it. But I just didn't I didn't really I was Parasite did not speak to me. I thought it was well done. I thought it was suspenseful in a lot of ways that you're not like, I felt like it was treated in some ways like a horror movie when it's not a horror movie, but it is a horror movie. Like I appreciated kind of the tonal parts of it. The acting was great, but I I just didn't love it. So I I didn't, I only watched Merit out of the list of, of best films. I've only seen marriage story. And then I saw parasite and I saw parasite after the fact. Uh Um, And I've seen like, I've seen Korean films. Like, I've seen some of his films. I've seen other Korean films, and I, I love them. And this one was good, but I don't... But also, I was thinking, uh, I, without seeing it, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, whatever. I'm sure I'm sure I, I would really... I'm, I'm already knowing that I'm going to really love Ford versus Ferrari, because that's just my yeah. steez, yeah. right? But as far as, like... Any of them, Marriage Story, is is it my, like, oh, shit, the best fucking movie of the year? No. But I do like what Parasite stands for more than probably what the movie is. Um, and what it says, and I think, uh, this one tweet, someone's tweet, I don't know this person. They said, the best thing about Parasite winning is that it's not just a movie about class warfare, but specifically about the horrors of American intervention and U.S. supremacist global capitalism. Mm-hmm. And I think I like what it's about. Like, I I do like what that's about, the film is about. I, I think it's more, it stands for so many other things than what the movie actually is. I don't know. But <clears throat> I'm excited I- that he won everything. I agree with you that it was kind of a weak, I shouldn't say that it was a weak year for movies because I didn't see them all, but like marriage story was good. Um, Ford versus Ferrari. Was it the best? Like, no, no. Ford versus Ferrari was, um, in my opinion, incredibly enjoyable. I would yeah. say that it belongs in there. Jojo rabbit. I thought was like a hot take and like, okay, I'll accept that. Unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think that's kind of a, like, gosh, we've overlooked Quentin and giving Quentin an award yeah. for Best Picture or Give Best Director in, like, a million years. Yeah. So we'll throw him a bone. And as I've said, like, I thought that the movie was good, but the last 20 minutes of the movie, I was like, I just want to go back. I just want to go back in time and rewatch that again. Because yeah. 
the last 20 minutes of the movie, like you realize afterwards that it's all being set up for the last 20 minutes of the movie and it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen Joker. I haven't seen the Irishman and I haven't seen little women. And I think that that's partly because I think that I know what they're all about and I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And 1917 is the one that I haven't seen. Oh, I can't wait to see like that. to see. And I've just heard it's like really like super emotional and a rough ride and all that. But yeah, I mean, like of the movies that were nominated, at least Parasite is something new and different and a new voice yeah. and a fresh perspective. Um, this is probably me being a total imperialist, but I was like, do we have to give it like best foreign movie and best movie? Like, why don't we just let it be best movie and somebody else can get best foreign movie? I can kind of see that. I can kind of see that. Like, come on, let's open it up a little bit. But at the same time, it's pretty cool that they swept. So good for them. And like I said, I enjoyed his speeches increasingly as the night went on when he was like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm going to go drink until dawn. And then it was like, oh wow, I've run out of things to say. Um, I can't wait to start drinking. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I like how he was like in his, um, you know, they do the post, the press junket in the back and behind it after. And he was saying like, and I, I want to know from, I, I got to ask some of our Korean friends that hopefully are fluent in Korean, like how much is she able to try is homegirl, the translator able to translate, um, and how true is it to what he said? You know how, like, cause you lose a couple of things in translation and yeah. then maybe she's also, is she also like kind of editing on the fly? Like, Oh, I can't say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't yeah. translate that ex- exactly or whatever. So I kind of wonder what he says, but I like what he said in one of the, when someone asked him, I forgot what they asked him, but he was just like, like, yeah, like, you know, uh, they said, oh yeah. And you, you said that you, you know, you grew up studying film and being all into film and you love, you know, Martin Scorsese and stuff like that. And he was just like, yeah. And like in a roundabout way, and I don't know if she edited it, but kind of like, yeah, like, uh, you guys don't kind of, you have one of the best fucking directors of all time and you're, he, you know, when he won finally <laughs> for his one movie after so long, I felt like I won. Like, I was excited. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I kind of like, respect your own motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Like, give them props. Like, what's the problem? Like, and stuff yeah. like that. And so, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. It, it's just so weird, right? It's kind of like, some some years the movies that win that are supposed to win win for the right reasons and sometimes it's kind of like oh no we're just gonna it's not the best movie but like you said like we're gonna toss them a bone kind of like oh they're kind of due for it now so I don't know it's just it's just I'm just happy like what I hadn't even seen it yet but just on the strength that you know both supernatural bears their heritage of you know being part Korean and stuff I was down for the cause I was like yeah whatever Cool. Yeah. Um, it's like making up for that whack ass movie Green Book winning. <laughs> you know, I finally watched that movie later. And um, first of all, I really enjoyed it. But what I what I really hated about it was that it was supposed to be a movie about I'm and I totally have forgotten his name, the black musician. But it wasn't a movie about him. It was a no, movie it was a, it, about Vito Robinson's yeah. character. Yeah, and it, it's from that perspective. And it was a great movie to be a movie about Viggo Mortensen, but I think where they really shit the bed was trying to pretend like it was something other than that. Like it's, yeah, it's I not a movie I about it. Yeah. And that I kind of annoyed us, but, but Viggo Mortensen was so good in that, 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 that made me happy because I think he's amazing. But yeah, and you know, I thought that it was first time directors who, uh, first time uh, Oscar directors, two women. Hey, see what we're doing there? Um, it was two women who directed it for the first time. It was a snooze fest for sure, I thought. Like, I was so bored through half of it. And part of it, I think, was the lack of a host. And part of it was just like, you know, I, I see what they're trying to do by being like, oh, hey, here's an actor from Hamilton who's, like, going to do a rap about what's happened so far. And that's kind of cool to people who are 75 and this is their first experience seeing somebody, like, rap live. But for everybody else, it feels really kind of like you're just trying too hard. 
Yeah, like, you're pandering. You're, yeah, you're basically, um, you're fucking Hillary Clinton with the saying she has a bottle of hot sauce in her bag. No, you don't, bitch. Like, yeah. nah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't. Don't try to, like, because it's an uproar because of Twitter and, and all the different media outlets saying, you know, Oscar's so white and, oh, you guys fucked up yet again. And it's all men, you know, for director and there's hardly any women and the people of color. Don't sprinkle us around and just try to placate us like, you know, oh, we're good. No, no, yeah. that was dope. That was awesome. Da-da-da. Nope. Like, I'm glad that the people that were there that they hired got the job and got exposure. And then that, that, you know, in turn is going to give all their projects, you know, more shine and more press and, and stuff like that. Like that, I can see the benefits and the positives of it, but for everyone else, we see you like we fucking see you. Um, so I just hope that it changes. I hope everything changes. Um, and then also like talking to, I think it was to our homegirl Karen like she was saying, like, oh, like she went to work and people were like upset that um Parasite won. And they're talking stuff like, Oh, I don't like watching movies with subtitles and just like, are you serious? It's just because they don't know how to read. <laughs> it's like you can't even like uh I don't know. It's just like, okay, all right. Yeah, okay. Um, why yeah. don't well why don't you go grab your binky and we'll pass you a Dr. Seuss book and you can get back to us when you grow up. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, I will tell you one movie that I loved that got the, it only had a writing, it was only up for a writing award, was Knives Out. That's all it was up for? For some reason I thought it was up for many. Nope. Just that. Just uh, Best Original Screenplay uh, by Ryan Johnson. And I loved telling Ranger Ted after we watched it, I was like, hey, you know the last thing that dude did? He was like, what? I said, that Star Wars movie you fucking hated. He was like, seriously? I was like, yeah. I was so like, he, he clearly must have hated it too because he turned around and did this. <laughs> so you guys both loved Knives I heard nothing yeah. of that. It was so good. Super it good. Was, yeah. Like, I mean, I'd heard a lot of people like raving about how great it was. So I was trying to like tamp my expectations. It, it, I think could it it could have been nominated for best movie I don't know <clears throat> but it it was way more fun than any of the movies with the exception exception of Ford versus Ferrari which was loads of fun and really fast and like just that visceral like going fast in a car feeling mm-hmm. um, but yeah Knives Out was was really great and it had like a little like kind of like. Just the right amount of social commentary, like um, the sort of the female lead in it is the nurse and caretaker to somebody, and all of the like sort of annoying entitled white family that she interacts with, they're all like, oh well, you know, oh you know her, yeah, she's um, she's from Uruguay, and then the and then like twenty minutes later, someone's like, well, the Ecuadorian nurse says, and like nobody even knows where she's from. <laughs> And so it's like, it just slides like enough little like kind of biting commentary into it that you're like kind of delighted on that level as well as it's just like funny and enjoyable. And um, Daniel Craig chews up the scenery as like a foghorn leghorn sort of character. It's amazing. Yeah, when I watch it. The thing was when I want, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to watch as many movies as I could can before the Oscars. But the ones that I really, you know how like some of you guys not in the mood for that certain type of movie. The ones yeah. that I really were, that I really was in the mood to watch, they don't come out till, they didn't come out till after the Oscars. Um, um, yeah. Like to, to even rent. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I haven't updated or haven't been on Cody in like a year or more. So I'm sure they're out there, but I didn't have the time to do all that. So, well, I I had to buy knives out. It was the only way we could watch it at home. So if you bought it, if there's some way that we could, it was $14, but we were like, man, that's a price of one movie ticket. So, and it's like a cool, interesting new movie. Like let's support that. Um, so if there's some way that we can figure out me getting that to you, I don't know if you like log in with my fire stick or something. What, that, what you have that. it on is on Amazon. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe there's a way I'll figure out yeah. a way. Yeah. Um, or I could just rent it when it comes out. Yeah. But, um, also what, one thing we definitely can't stop talking about the Oscars and not mention that hair love one. 
For oh yeah, best short animated yeah. short. <clears throat> I watched it the morning of. He sent it to me, yeah. and it was like so sweet, and it was authentic. It was just so like you. You just it just came from the right place and like touched me in the right place. Not like trying too hard. Just so simple. Oh, I loved it. It was great. I was bu- I was watching it in yeah, in I- bed in the morning. Um, and I was the supernatural bear uh, was laying next to me. He was watching his thing, and I was like watching it. And I was like, oh, I gotta watch this, you know, before da 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 da. And I was like, you know, expecting just like love, love, love. And then I was like, fuck, I'm fucking balling, because you know, my mom passed away more than twenty something years ago of cancer. So, you know, spoiler alerts at the end. When certain things happened, I was like taken back and I was like, fuck. And I just started up bawling. And then when she shows her mom that picture that when I watched it again, because then I showed it to the supernatural bear, when I rewatched it again, the beginning opening scenes, you see all that artwork on the wall. Then you really see that photo on the yes. wall, that, yes. that drawing on the wall. And I was just like, motherfucker, when she does that, balling, balling. Yeah. And then you watch the credits and you see the shit's growing back and, oh, just the love and the, ah, oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it was, I, I don't know what the right word for it is. Like, sweet is just too, too pat. Like, it was, it was so, like, it was good. It was just, like, just like good, yeah. Like, good. It just, good. yeah. Like, from a good place and a good thing. Oh, yeah. It really yeah, is. It was just, it like, worked good for the soul. Yes. Yes. It was so yeah, good. It was good. Um, and yeah, so, so yeah, that that was kind of you know we that was kind of our we did a little last minute cramming saw Marriage Story, I thought it was good. Um, I don't think that Laura Dern deserved to. I love Laura Dern so I much. Um, I didn't think that Laura Dern was that great in that movie. Like I've seen her in I've seen her way better in way other yeah. roles. But hey, whatever. That's yeah. a, that might have been throwing her a bone. Yeah, I think that was throwing her a bone for sure. Yeah, but she's lovely, so you know, hey. Congrats. Uh, but yeah, until, until next year. Yeah. Until next year, Oscars. <laughs> Peace out Oscars. So have you been reading things? Yes, I have. So I finally finished the super small book that I talked about here in multiple episodes. Um, uh, I'm telling the truth, but I'm lying by Bossy Ickby, who also is a co-host for uh, This Is Us recap show that I watch called This Too Much. And uh, she's amazing. And I, I think I mentioned that it was kind of hard for me because she talks about it's kind of like breaking down her experience of fig- growing up and figuring out that she's bipolar. Right. And so it's she writes it in a way she's actually um, she's also a poet and she was doing like uh the Def Jam poet slams and all that stuff like that. Like that's kind of, she was known for back in the days. And she writes in such a great way that you feel like you, I don't know, like you feel the anxiety, you feel the stress. So it was kind of stressful for me and I didn't want to finish it. And then when I was like, I'm going to fucking finish it today. And then I was like, Oh, this is all I had left. It was great. And I just feel like what a gift, but I wanted to read, I mentioned this that I there was this quote and I couldn't remember it, but I wanted to read uh, this one quote and of course I don't have it ready. It's not ready. <laughs> oh fuck, it's not ready. I don't even know where it's at. Talk about technical difficulties. Ugh, ugh. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. We could just cut this out. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Yeah, let's cut that guys, out. You guys will never know if we did. Yeah, no, let's cut that out because I can't find it. I can't fucking find it. So anyways, finally finished the book. It's great. Um, What I started reading is uh, Patron Saints of Nothing by Randy Ribay. He's a um, Filipino-American writer. Uh, The book is about this one kid who um, is Filipino and he's growing up in the States and he has this uh, cousin who lives in the Philippines and he's he's about to graduate high school and go to college and then he finds out 
that his favorite cousin that they were pen pals, like old school pen pals, because um, he lives in like kind of more like a rural type of situation in the Philippines, is killed. Okay. And then that's the then you the, the story unfolds. So I just started it. It's been recommended by a couple of people. It's a YA novel, but you know how it goes. Really good yeah. stuff. So um, yeah. I'm reading it. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Um, and then uh, we talk about Libby on here all the time, the app where if you put your library card, you have access to books and especially some amazing audiobooks. So right now I'm listening to The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. It came out in 2008. I and uh, so did you read it? Every time that Malcolm Gladwell comes up, do I say, I feel like I should, there should be a Saturday Night Live skit about me. Do I say <laughs> that he wrote about work that I did in his first big book, The Tipping Point? Oh, really? Yeah. There, he wrote a, he um, did a big section, maybe even a chapter on trend reporting, trend forecasting. And uh, in particular, something called the L report, which in the world of advertising was this really big, fancy report that big clients like Adidas, Pepsi, whatever, would purchase. And it came like in the super spiral bound, whatever. It was like even this is back in like the late 90s. It was probably $20,000 a year to get it. And I wasn't one of the researchers, but um, I was the person who wrote it. Oh, hello. Excuse. Yeah. No, this is the first time I've heard that. Hello. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so everyone knows I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> and uh, I, I please believe I put that on my LinkedIn page. I'll ride that pony till I die. <laughs> Please believe yeah. it. Shit. Thanks. Shout that from the roof, motherfucking tops. Thanks, Malcolm Gladwell. Please continue. <laughs> Have you read any of it? I want to read his latest one, Talking to Strangers, I think it's called, something like that. Um, I have, I've read at least one other of his things, and he does a podcast with Rick Rubin. Yes, I, I love have, that podcast. Yeah. I have, sometimes I really like them, and sometimes I don't. And well, I only... Pick the ones, the people that yeah. I'm interested in. I think that's what helps too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. But yeah, Malcolm, interesting dude, smart dude. Yeah, super awesome. I heard him on a lot of podcasts and stories about him and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, you know. Um, I also hear that the latest book, he they recommend that you do the audio because he does in a way kind of like a show where if it's, um, you know, there's he does research and if there's a he's talking about someone, then he'll have the actual audio and there's like a, all these different sound effects and stuff. So, um, it's not available on any of the cards I have on Libby right now. So I'm waiting for that. So in the meantime, in between time, instead of podcasts, cause I'm kind of out of the, my podcast right now. And I don't, I didn't want to start something new from our list yet. Uh -huh. Um, and so this morning I was like, oh, let me, let me like check out something from Malcolm. So this is what I'm reading right now. I'm a couple of chapters in, um, okay. outliers. And it's about, you know, um, kind of like secrets to success, but kind of like from a research, uh, standpoint of what he's realized, um, that, um, a lot of outliers have in common. Uh -huh. So it's very fascinating so far. Uh -huh. So that's what I, those are the th things. What about you? Any books? Uh, I'm still reading The Witcher, but I'm almost done. Um, and I ordered the, a, a new paperback version of it because they're getting them into Amazon next week. <laughs> perfect, and perfect. after having been sold out forever. Um, nice. And you gave me the great idea of like, why don't I just, uh, why don't I just read it on my Kindle? I cannot find my Kindle. Oh, it's well, like in a it box. It's in a box somewhere. I tore my garage apart after you suggested that and drove myself. I, <laughs> is there anyone else like this? Like I will be like, Oh, I need to go find my Kindle. And then I'll spend like 45 minutes trying to find it. And by the end of it, I'm like picking boxes up and like Hulk smashing it and like <laughs> ripping my like shirt off and running, screaming down the street with like a pitchfork and a flamethrower. Like I get <laughs> Like, I start out with the best of intentions, and by the time I'm done with it, I get so frustrated, I lose my fucking mind. And so <laughs> that happened, and I didn't find my Kindle. And I'm still pretty bent out of shape about it. Oof. Yeah. 
So I keep thinking maybe I'll post on my Facebook page and be like, does anybody have a Kindle Paperwhite that like you're not using or don't care about that you would sell to me? So you have one for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. hundred percent. But you can't find it. I've read a bunch of books on it. Yeah. No idea where it is. And if you could see my garage, like I've moved, I feel like I've moved 10 times in the past five yeah. years. Yeah. Like, true. I, don't, I don't even know now. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I'm just going to burn everything. I'm going to Molotov cocktail my garage when I move next and be like, starting over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good timers. Um, but yeah, we'll keep us posted. Yeah. yeah. So um, hopefully when I finish this Witcher, I'll roll into Witcher book two. And then probably when I'm done with that, um, I do have a stack of books that I want to hit, including a Christmas gift which is the Elton John autobiography, which I have heard awesome things about. Ooh. I know. I yeah, I want to hear about that. See, I want to read it, but I want to see if, if what you think of it first. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, okay, so let's move on to TV. TV. Mm-hmm. Well, you know you know me. I've, as I said earlier, I've been watching Sabrina, and um, that's kind of it. <laughs> what about you? And did you finish? I wasn't. This no. season isn't doing it for me. I don't love the season as much. I right? I'm kind of annoyed with Nick, who I liked more previously. Um, one of my friends posted, like, I started watching Sabrina, and now all of a sudden I feel like I'm watching Glee. And I actually like the musical part. Um, but I, I can see where some people wouldn't. And Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's a little bit in the doldrums. I think they're trying to figure out their footing. The first two yeah. seasons I loved. The first two scenes were amazing. I was like, I need more. And it was like just the right amount where it didn't feel it was cheesy, but not too cheesy. And yeah. now this it's the, the musical numbers, even the costumes of like yeah. who are supposed to be like the people in hell. Like, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like so property. Like it's, it's, it's that, that oomph is not there anymore. And so I, I did, I, just left it. I was like, ah, couple episodes. I was like, uh, I'm cool. I'll, if I need something to watch while I'm cooking, sure. Go to it. Um, just like the crown I mentioned before, wasn't doing for me, but I watch it. It's still, it's still the quality still there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The acting, the story is just, I think a part of in history where they're at is just a little bit slower. And I'm like, okay, but I finished it. And I was like, all right. And did you see who they cast as for the next round? The next phase of older queen. I no, I just remember being delighted when I found out who they cast as Margaret Thatcher, but now I've forgotten it. Who did they catch as? Who does they cast as? Um, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, who did well, they, for who the, did for the they cast? They cast the actress that played. Um, fuck. Now I can't remember. See this fucking day. Uh, that in Harry Potter that played the character in Harry Potter. Hold on. Let me, let me look it up. Okay. Because you want to know who they cast as Margaret Thatcher? Are you Ooh. ready? I'm ready. Julian. Oh. I was going to say, it just came to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> How great is that? That's fucking perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just were thinking about that. Yeah, I know. Talking about how much we love her. Oh my god! Uh, not. Uh, I'm trying to oh think of god. Harry Harry Potter people. Um, and this is for the next season four. Yeah, the the older yeah the older one. She played fucking what's her name? Uh, it'll come to me way after the fact when we stop recording, kids. And I can't think of her name right now. Okay. She played not Helena Bonham Carter. No, no, no. She played no, no, no. She played. In Harry Potter, she played, I can't think of the characters, and that's what I need right now. And she played the lady that we all hated. Did she look like a toad? And da-da-da, she played her, and she's great. Anyways, she's really great. She's playing the new queen, and I can't think of her name at all. So there it is. That's how my day's been, guys. (laughs) That's how my day's been. (laughs) Okay. Well, I need to watch this season of The Crown. I like it. I'll get to it. For sure. Yeah. And like then a, I finish. Oh, go ahead. There's a bunch of stuff that I have seen lately that's kind of like nothing with a lot of fanfare, nothing I've heard much about. I've just seen like the um, 
the previews. One is The Stranger on Netflix. Um, I just started seeing, like, you know, when they're, like, um, new releases or something. Yeah. And, um, and it's, like, I don't want to, I don't know what there is to give away. It's, like, a normal happy family, and then a mysterious stranger shows up and tells the husband, like, um, did your wife tell you that she aborted, like, your wife didn't have a miscarriage, she had an abortion. And then he's like, what? And he goes back and like, you can see like they're fighting. And then like, she says something to some other character and she's like, Oh, did you know whatever? And like, I don't know if she's just this person who walks around and tells people other people's (laughs) darkest secrets or what the fuck. But I looked it up online and I got like lots of really great reviews and people were like, Holy shit, that's a good one. So I was like, okay, gotta watch that. Okay. Add it to the list. I'll add that to my list. And then um, The Outsider on HBO, which I've heard nothing about, but it's based on a Stephen King novel, I think. And it's basically about the boogeyman. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jason Bateman is in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the cast is is the cast is apparently amazing. And that was that was how I heard about it. And people were like, why is no one talking? Why is no one talking about this? And they were like, like, you couldn't get a better cast mm-hmm. than, like, the people who are in this. Mayor Winningham, um, Ben Mendelsohn, who's kind of a character actor that you would recognize once you see him. And, like, they're, like, just, they were like, it's a lot of character actors, but the kind of people who, like, once they come on screen, you're like, yes, yeah. that person. So, yeah, that's, those are the two things yeah. that I want to try to tackle. Yeah, I, I, but I know it's kind of dark, so that's why I kind of haven't started it. But I've seen good things on my t- Twitter timeline about it. Yeah, okay. But, but but I just feel like, ugh, it's just, I don't know. I think I might wait to see if it gets picked up for a new season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> that might be the safe bet, you know, because You're I was like- listening to someone else, and they were saying that it was they were in a show on HBO uh, with like this fucking crazy, I, I don't even remember the name of the show. That's like it didn't even make it to season two. But they were like, "Oh, I'm set," because such and such is in it, and um, I forgot who was in it. But he was just like, it was came coming out the same time as um, the beginning of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and uh, that show didn't make it. And it yeah. had an incredible cast. Yeah, that's true. We've been we've been hurt before. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I don't want to get burned. So um, <laughs> just real quick, because we're on HBO, um, <laughs> weren't you like during the Oscars, we're like, is that um, Logan Roy's actor's real voice? Is, it, is that him on the... on the Burger King commercial? On the Burger King commercial. <laughs> I was all... I'm a Logan Roy? <laughs> I don't know, I'm all, get paid, sir. It was okay. so weird. Like so I can't random. remember. I can't remember a name to save my life, but I know voices, and so oh, voices I was, for days. Yeah, yes. and I was all, and I instantly was like, "Wait, is that Brian Cox on a Burger King commercial?" <laughs> <laughs> correct. Yeah, yeah correct. Uh, it was. It was hilarious. Um, and then, do you, I don't remember? Do you watch Mrs. Maisel? The wonderful life of I, whatever I, it's called. We watched we watched a few episodes and didn't weren't blown didn't away. Do it for you? Yeah, yeah. I love that show. I don't know what it is, and I devoured this last season. Huh. Okay. I need huh. to revisit. I don't know. I just need to know what happens. I like that time. I like the costumes. The actors are great. Tony Shalhoub. You know, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It, but it's not like, oh, my God, you have to watch it. It's kind of like, oh, I'm invested. I'm in. Sure. Give me another season. I'll watch it. Just like The Crown. <laughs> I'm going to watch The Crown until they stop until they stop doing whatever they're doing. You know? Yeah. Fascinated. Fascinated. Well, and I don't think that with all of our talk about Watchmen, did we, you know, we did mention that they, that's it. They're done. Yeah, they're done. One season, one and done. Yeah. But still want to have your friends, so let us know when we can yeah, do that. I, I'm going to text him right now. Well, yeah. not right now, but as soon as we're done. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just a reminder for those that are new to the podcast, you guys know who you are, um, that every episode for the last, I don't know, would you say 10 episodes after the outro, there's a little a little bonus content, if you will. <laughs> yeah, 
it, and it never fails to make me laugh when I'm listening to this before I post it. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, Tia Tia doesn't know. Like, I'll be editing the thing, and then I ask the supernatural bear, and I don't, I don't really edit him either. Like, I'm just like he, he like knows. He's like, all right. So it's either he's like beatboxing, singing a song, or the past two, he's like, no. He's like, I want to say something. I'm like, okay. And it turns out this this past episode it, uh, has been brought to you by whatever he said the name of his company was. Um, he said he paid a lot of money. So like all of a sudden I'm like, I, sometimes I stand at the, at the middle Island and I'm on my computer and all of a sudden he comes over, he goes here and he just lays a bunch of coins <laughs> on the counter. What? And I, was like, I, don't want, I was like, I don't want coins. I go, what's this? He goes, he's I'm a sponsor now. <laughs> I'm a sponsor for what? He's like the nerd out. He's like, I'm a sponsor. You said that's how sponsors you have to pay a lot of money. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh my god, that's so amazing. I was like, well, you get a couple of seconds. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely stick around for that. It is inevitably pretty adorable. Um, um, apart from that, I feel like maybe we're kind of done. Yeah, I think that's it for this week, and uh, we'll we'll discuss afterwards what when we're gonna record again, um, and like always, see what's up on the on the guest pipeline. Yep, yeah, we need to do that for sure. Yeah, all right, then I I guess we're good then, eh? Yeah, if you guys have any thoughts on the Oscars, let us know what you think. Otherwise, uh, we're done. We're out. Yeah, peace out, nerds. SMB or Supernatural Bear, as you recognize me, and I can't believe 100, 111th episode of The Nerd Out. We are so glad you were able to tune in with us. Keep it, keep nod. Or ood, I don't know. Later, guys. Oh, also, I think I might be other places too, like Filfax, Soulsbrook Engineers. Yeah. So, see you there, keep people. Keep it on, keep it on.